This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I have never, 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 never been more anxious to record an episode in the history of this podcast when i tell y'all these two episodes gave me every ounce of life that i needed to make it through this next work week let me tell you y'all salt lake city is back that means we're about to see jen shaw's legal 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 tease legal legalization of marijuana we're about to see all of that play out we're about to see uh you know we're about to meet jenny we're about to see mary cosby doing a damn podcast and baby let me tell you something i thought i was interested in jen shaw that's the storyline i want to see i want to see how far this damn called mary's podcast go you know what i'm giving too much away let me go ahead and get into it because we got some things to talk about It's your weekly unscripted episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick. But most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island? Or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. This is Mary's podcast. 
Woo, 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 Mary, M. Cosby Podcast. Welcome to Mary Podcast. Come on, Mary. I know that's right. Listen, Mary said y'all ain't about to stop her money. Mary was locked up in that closet for six more months. <laughs> we thought Mary got freed at the reunion. We we thought she was really about to do some stuff now. COVID said, ah, ah. she got trapped right back in that closet. Poor Mary. That's all right, Mary. Whew, I'm skipping right over Potomac. I'm, let me stop because Potomac gave me everything I needed to give too. Look, I don't have any weekly reality ramblings for you guys this week. I put out such a dense episode on Thursday that I really just want to get into it and just talk about these shows. We got two amazing shows tonight. One continuation and then we got one premiere. I am so happy Salt Lake City is back that episode made me, I didn't realize how much I missed these characters until I watched this episode. Like, Salt Lake City came out with a bang. And this premiere, they came back with a bang. Mary M. Cosby is probably one of the funniest housewives across the board. And that is not up for debate. That lady had me laughing every scene she was in on this damn episode. Boy, oh boy. Before I even get into that, you know what? We got to talk about Potomac, okay? Because Potomac, woo-wee, I got to wear a couple asses out, but then I'm getting to Salt Lake City. So you know what? I'm not wasting no more time. I don't have a lot to talk about. We already talked about Bachelor in Paradise this week. We already talked about Beverly Hills this week. No, no, no. We are only talking about our Sunday shows. We're talking about Potomac, and we're talking about Salt Lake City. Let's do it. We pick right back up with last week's episode, and baby, baby. Candace and Ashley are still arguing. <laughs> Ashley says Candace is body shaming her. And Candace says she body shamed herself when she walked into the room. Child. Ashley says Candace has dry ass hair. Candace tries to immediately apologize. But Ashley says the apology was trash. Listen, it required Giselle of all people to bring it back together. And she gives Robin a toast, a toast to her bestie. Okay. This is when Mia actually takes the opportunity to invite the ladies to a goddess lunch that already sounds loud. Sounds like it's going to be a goddamn mess. Okay. And then she lets them know that Wendy and Karen will be there too. Wendy also not Wendy. Child, what's this damn lady name? Mia. Let's see. Mia. Look, I'm sorry, girl. Okay. Mia then takes it upon herself to deliver a message from Karen, child, which is Giselle owes me an apology. <laughs> and she says, all I will say is that I shouldn't have said dead. Giselle said, girl, Giselle said, <laughs> Giselle said, <laughs> she said her and Ray will be dead before I apologize. Now, see. I'm I'm not saying it's funny. <laughs> I'm not saying it's funny because it's not. I'm just saying I might have laughed a little bit, okay? Child, Karen is shooting a tourism video for Surrey County. Remember, she's the ambassador now as of like three episodes ago. Shooting a tourism video for Surrey County in Potomac. Listen, I'm not saying it's right, but I get it, okay? It's okay. It's not right, but it's okay. I get it. Look, I'm from Memphis, the land of murder, violence, 
Elvis and barbecue, okay? If I could, I'd shoot the video in Beverly Hills in Kyle's town. In my town, look, child, I might as well shoot it in Kyle's backyard here and pretend it's Memphis. Actually, that might be too pretty of a backdrop. I might just, like, maybe I'll go into that rental house that sudden ripped all of the damn electrical outlets and, and sconces and chandeliers out the damn wall and ceilings, and maybe I'll shoot it there. If I put, like, some old couches in there, then, it, it, you know, it might look like a crack house and, and won't nobody question, because, this Memphis. Side note, one thing that killed me was Karen informing the people that Surrey County Peanuts come in a hole a shell girl no shit karen just like all motherfucking peanuts you think peanuts just grow out of the ground ball-headed as hell you really think you taught us something with that shit don't you listen that's how them people ought to know that you are uh, fraudulently shooting that damn video in another county because you sit up there acting like you can talk them something you ain't been in surrey county in the 38 years, and you up there trying to tell people, well, you know, uh, our peanuts grow with hull on them. You're like, no damn shit, Karen. Listen, one of the best things about Giselle and Robin, actually, my green-eyed bandits, one of the best things about both of them is their relationship with their kids. And I love that it seems like Giselle always pushes her daughter towards a relationship with Jamal, despite how all of them, including Giselle, feel about his raggedy ass, okay? Just because, listen, if that man ever gets sick one day or passes away or, or anything, God forbid, happens to him, that's still their father. You don't want them to have any regrets. Now, it's one thing if they say, you know what, you know, if, if you saying, you know, if he doing something and you don't want them to be a part of that, that's one thing. But if it's just that y'all, you know, it didn't work out with y'all as parents, then, you know, push them kids because kids don't want to do shit but play Nintendo anyway. Child, do people still play Nintendo? Is Nintendo lit? Let me stop because, you know, my ass, I'll be around here playing uh Super Nintendo and regular ass nintendo nintendo 64 like they just came out yesterday so let me let me not try to speculate what the people's play nowadays because i don't damn know they talk about giselle possibly getting married again and she tells them she never wants that because she doesn't really want to like financially depend on a man again or answer to a man financially again she says she was scared after her divorce with jamal would uh, she says she was scared after her divorce with Jamal for that very reason. This was a beautiful scene. Very beautiful scene. I mean, just, you know, the daughters listening, they agreeing and nodding, asking follow-up questions, all of that. Very beautiful. <clears throat> but Giselle, Jamal got money, money. Okay? He got money, money. The man is a mega church pastor. You go be Okay. Like, now look, I'm glad you got a million different streams of income now, but see, you had the paper and the kids. You was murdered. M-U-R-R-E-D. You was murdered and you had kids with them, three of them. So you could clean Jamal's ass out if need be, okay? You don't need to be scared. Jamal need to be scared. The popo go be knocking at your door. Do. The popo go be knocking at your door. Do. He needed to be scared. You didn't have shit to be scared financially about at all. But you know, it was still a beautiful scene, so I'm gonna let y'all have it, okay? Candace and Chris asses. Child, 
y'all go fuck around and grant Dorothy's wicked witch ass all her wishes and y'all go wind up divorced if y'all keep letting this music career get in between y'all see I don't like this idea anyway, honestly, because Chris might have to take a day off and, and, and roast the dog fuck out of a brisket for somebody's company picnic in the middle of a pandemic. And then Candace ass go show up to the wrong parking lot to do the, uh, the one, two step like Sierra. Meanwhile, they waiting for her ass to start filming the music video behind like a Trader Joe's, but her ass in front of Kroger. Why? Because her manager didn't tell her where the hell she was supposed to be. See, I'm stressed out enough for the both of y'all. I don't need y'all creating more stress in my life, okay? You just just get you a new manager, boo. One that ain't got to, you know, take time off and uh and roast potatoes and shit. Just you know what, let me stop before <laughs> before Chris whoop my ass. You know, Chris don't mind getting on live and threatening the motherfucker. So let me uh let me mind my manners, okay? The scene with the Ocephos. Oh Lord, okay. Let me reiterate. I love political commentator Wendy, okay? Girl, fuck them candles. I said it. Yeah, I said it. And y'all know I'm a candle enthusiast, okay? But girl, we got Bath and Body Works. We got Amanda from It's All Happening. You know, she sell candles. We got enough candles, okay? Karen got a damn three-wick candle, and she gonna be selling them junts in uh, every damn Marshalls and TJ Maxx and, <laughs> and CBS. Child, you, let me stop. Child. Listen, keep killing it on CNN or whatever channel that you be on, girl. Look, I be changing the channel late and I be, I be missing you, okay? So I just wait till you post it on Instagram, then I watch it, okay? Eddie and Wendy talk to the boys about police brutality and violence and who is heavy, okay? It's heavy. One of the sons, point blank period, ask, when I'm older, will the police think that I'm a bad guy or will they not? When will they get to a place where black men, you know, aren't bad and white men aren't bad? Oh, Lord, my, my tear ducks, my tear damn ducks. We need to see these discussions on TV, okay? And I'm glad that they actually showed it because you can tell these boys had a lot of questions, especially, I, you know, it, it's, it's a black and brown issue for sure. But it is something about seeing young black boys having these kinds of questions that just hurts in a different way. And I think it's because, I don't know whether it's because George Floyd is the one that sparked all the unrest last year or what it is. But seeing young black boys specifically know that there are people out there that are going to target them for their race, for their gender coupled together. It's, it's a lot, especially me being a black man. It was a lot to handle. Oh Lord. It's just, it's a lot, but the Ocephos, listen, all them damn degrees between the two of them, they handled that shit. Well, now singing, listen, I don't need no damn kids because I, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna tell my kids. Okay. I don't want none, no way, but if I happen to have some, I'm just listen, look, you know what, let me, because <laughs> they was about to get real ignorant, and that was a beautiful moment, so let me stop. Yes, for Ashley normalizing breastfeeding in public, okay? If it bothers y'all, then stop staring at that damn lady titties, okay? How about that? Simple solution. How the fuck y'all be mad at a human for getting fed? Ain't that some ridiculous raggedy asses? Anyway. Karen drags Giselle again and Ashley kind of sees through it and says she thought that they would get through it. <laughs> nah, never. 
random, but Ashley's confessional look with that crinkled hair, everything, everything. Karen, I mean, uh, Chad was there. Not you, Karen. Ashley, you looked amazing, amazing. That's a good new one. I don't even know if that's been in previous episodes, but if it hasn't, well, damn it, it looks good now, okay? Karen is refusing to apologize again to Giselle and child. Ashley don't give a damn, so yeah, no movement, no damn movement. On the other side of town, Robin goes to see a life coach, and she talks about, you know, how her business blew up over the past year, how her and Juan got scammed out of money 30 years ago. No, let me stop, okay? <laughs> child, she's still talking about it. That's okay, though. Let her talk about it. Uh, not planning the wedding because she's too focused on other stuff, needing support from Juan the same way that she supported him during the early seasons of Potomac, y'all remember, all of that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I like seeing her journey on the show because I think it's a necessary one to be seen. So many people deal with depression and, you know, what we need to know, what we now know is ADHD, adult ADHD, and so many of the things that it's, it's good to actually see that materialize in front of us and be able to recognize signs and see how people cope and deal with it and stuff. Now, if they can help her cope and deal with not talking about that man scamming them out of all that damn money anymore, that'll be good if she could talk her into, you know, how to get a business partner that can put her in a, a bigger, bigger warehouse to have some people helping us sling them boxes and not having Wendy and a scholar come down there in 10 inch heels to help send out them damn envelopes. Cause I still ain't got my hat yet. Oh, I didn't order one. Damn. I'm gonna order one though. And then when I order it, I expect to get it in two days. Like Amazon used to do. Cause let me tell y'all something. Amazon do not do that shit no more. I feel like I'll be waiting uh, damn three weeks to get shit from Amazon. Now I'm still waiting on some shit from Amazon. Do Amazon still do two day shipping? I don't think they do. That ain't got shit to do with what I'm talking about, but I want my damn two-day shipping. What the hell happened to Amazon? I feel like I still pay for Prime. They take that $14 or $15 out of my damn account every month. Why y'all don't do two-day shipping? That's the issue. I'm going to call somebody. Jeff Bezos, you out here giving out uh millions and millions of dollars to Van Jones' ass. I still ain't seen no receipts and how he using that damn money. You know what? Let me move on because this is about to get real. You know what? Let me move on. It's the day of Mia's goddess lunch, child. I laugh every time Wendy and Karen pretend to be friends. <laughs> and like, they so damn happy to see each other. Oh, hi, beautiful. Hey, girl. Oh, my God. You know what? I can't with y'all. Let me just say, Robin looked fantastic. A scholar looked fantastic as usual. You know, a scholar is damn near the fashionista of the group. And Potomac has been needing a fashionista because y'all ain't never had one before. <clears throat> Candace, 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 <laughs> Candace looked like she was about to tell her pimp to stop being a jive time turkey. Candace, that wig looked Joyce. It, it looked, you know what? I'm sorry, Mama Joyce. Let me not do you. Candace, that little wig, it looked moisturized, but I still want you to burn it. If Soul Glow was a pimp named Slickback, it would be that wig. She had on that little like Laura Winslow wig <laughs> after Laura grew up a little bit. Not the high school Laura, but like Laura that grew up, you know, just a little bit, you know, enough to get out the house for a little while. That's that wig your mama buy when her hair start thinning at the top a little bit. 
she borrowed that little wig from Katie Ross. Like, I know she did. She, you, you can't tell me she didn't. That wig looked like it was about to sing a Fantasia song. B-A-B-Y-M-A. M-A, this goes out to all the baby mom. That wig looked like it was about to go on tour with David Ruffin. That little wig was about to get on stage with a microphone and said, shout out to all the independent women in the building. Woo, where are all my independent women at? Raise your hand, show some love. Yeah, clap your hand, clap your hand. That little wig was about to go get his groove back in Jamaica. Somebody called Tate Diggs and tell him to take his raggedy ass off of All-American and meet that wig in the Caribbean islands. Child, Candace, that little wig used to be married to Robert Cosby before he was married to Mary. Okay, let me stop. (laughs) Mia says, you know what? Let's go around the table and everyone give everyone a compliment. Haven't we seen this a million times before on Housewives? The shit always, it never goes right. But you know what? They always try. Ashley and Candace go to the pits of hell. The pits of hell. The interring, the, not the interring, the interring of Hades to find compliments to give each other. Baby, they look like they were exhausted as fuck from trying to find ways to compliment each other. Sometime during all of this mess, Giselle and Wendy talk their issues out. And surprisingly, it seems like they get on a good accord. Giselle says, I'm not the one that likes to destroy families. Karen is. (laughs) This prompts Candace to ask, basically, let me just weed through the bullshit. Ask basically about the season five reunion. If that was the reason Jamal and her broke up. Giselle said, no. Because I've been knowing all that shit. Wait, what? You had no did it? You been new did it? You had no did it all of that and you ain't told nobody? You Wait, you knew because Jamal told you? See, I feel like Soldier Boy. Jamal? Oh, you've been keeping a lot of secrets, sis. That's okay, though. I guess just keep them. Right? They say you don't tell none of your damn business. No way. That's how you supposed to be. Get in everybody else's business. Keep a mess in their house. And then come back and sleep in your bed with the fan on medium. I know that's right, Giselle. Listen, after all of this, Karen turns to the group and apologizes to Giselle's children. <laughs> not looking at her or not directing the apology to Giselle. But giving it to the group instead, Giselle was like, who are you looking at? Wait a minute, you, you're not giving that apology to me because you ain't looking at me. So Karen does it again, and she directs it at Giselle. And for the first time in history, I feel she actually apologized. Now, keep in mind, they did a whole little montage about Giselle apologizing. But you know what? Let me actually throw it over to podcast regular JV from Chicago he has some thoughts on this episode and about this scene specifically. Come on, JV. Thank you, Bravo TV, for putting together a collage of Giselle, a.k.a. the devil, consistently apologizing and owning up to her wrong. Unfortunately, they could not find the same footage of Karen because she never does it. She has never apologized to Giselle. So I don't understand why. Everybody, you know what? I ain't even gonna do it. Y'all see it. Y'all see it. And side note, just real quick, Candace usually does not have the 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 Garcelle problem, but this Vivica Fox nineteen ninety nine 
wig is it pained my spirit to watch it it pained my spirit to watch it and i respect candace and ashley they they say you know what we do not mess with each other but we respect each other's space i was not invited to that girl's uh video shoot and i didn't need to be i love that if only karen and giselle could do the same thing but unfortunately if they do the show will be born so keep fighting hope i love the fact that the general consensus i know this from my dms i know this from my text messages i know this from the voice messages y'all send in the general consensus around potomac is all of y'all some messy motherfuckers but giselle karen don't y'all stop arguing, okay? Because <laughs> we love to see it. Now, yes, we love to cuss you out. Yes, we love to cuss you out. But don't stop being messy because we like the mess, okay? You know what? Potomac, you did what you needed to do this episode, okay? You gave me what I needed. You had me laughing. Candace and that wig was enough material to go on comedy tour with. I promise I was Clef on macaroni and cheese. You know what? Let me go ahead and get into this amazing season premiere of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, buy me a beer okay go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash reality comics to the number two this time yeah they said it was too long yada 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 whatever listen i work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the instagram account to do the polls the stories the uh, uh, uh everything else in between any support that you guys give me i always appreciate so if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh ratings and reviews then just buy me a coffee i love you for it Mwah! the first few minutes of the real housewives of salt lake city Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The ladies are headed out of town. Obviously, you know, nowadays when we start off with, you know, the Real Housewives, they take us to like the most pivotal moment of the season and then we backtrack like two or three months. The ladies are headed out of town and Jen Shaw, you know, she arrives, she's in the the limo getting comfy. She receives a phone call. It's from Coach Shaw. She talking to him. Hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I turned the stove off. Uh-huh. I unplugged uh, uh, the, the VCR. I don't know. You know what I mean. And so <laughs> she's talking to him, and she looks concerned. You can tell her whole mood changes. Child, she goes over to Whitney, and she says, can you turn this off? Referring to her battery pack on her microphone. She turns it off. Jan talks. She gets out of the car. She comes back, and she tells Heather, I got to go. She gets in there and she tells the ladies, hey, can't stay. I have an emergency. I got to go. She jumps in a a Ford (laughs) F-50. That lady jumped in a Ford F-150 and bounced. 12 minutes later. Bitch, let me tell you something. 
It's helicopters flying. Big, the police cars everywhere. G.I. Joe's was coming out the woodwork. Uh, police officer Barbie. Everybody was showing up looking for ass. Now, wait a minute, girl. Where you go? Uh-uh, where you had went? No, no, Jen. See that? Now these ladies up there, uh, they, they questioning uh, Lisa Barlow ass and questioning Whitney Wildrose ass, questioning Heather Gay ass, questioning Jenny. Jenny just started hanging out with the damn group. She's like, uh-uh, wait a minute. Where these damn police interrogations come from? What's happening? And Jen Shaw is nowhere to be found. Now we rewind to two months prior. Jen claims that the lease was up on the Shaw Chalet, so they moved to the Shaw Chalet 2.0. Yeah, you know what? Lies! Lies! Lisa walking around getting a tour and she keeps hollering, I love that. Oh, I love this. I love I love that. Oh my god, I love this. I love that. It feels so good to have Salt Lake City back, I'm telling you. This scene though was awkward as fuck to watch because Jen is bragging about all the shit she has how she built a whole shoe closet how the movers couldn't carry everything oh lord the criminality of it all I just it was a lot to handle they sit down and they talk and Jen reveals that her and Sharif aka Coach Shaw almost got a divorce she said it's because he felt like he couldn't motivate her anymore <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that's low down as hell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This shouldn't be funny, but it kind of is. Okay. Cause we know Sharif is like a motivational speaker and shit. Like he's a coach, an assistant coach by trade. Yes. But like he's known for like being such a motivational person and a motivational speaker, all this shit. That's like if Joel Osteen is divorcing you because he felt like he couldn't minister you enough. You know what? <laughs> Long story short with this scene, they, they're in couples counseling, basically. That's, that's all here you need to know. Child, how fucking awkward was it when Jen yells, I haven't gone to jail yet. Girl, well, guess what? You about to get your damn wish. Meredith, listen. Meredith is trying to show y'all that she's a warm person now, Okay. <laughs> Meredith got a new house. She got a new attitude, just like Patty LaBelle. She got a new sweater for her damn dog. It's a lot going on in Meredith's house, okay? She got uh her and, and Seth McFarlane, they back on good terms. And I guess he's munching box again or whatever. And hopefully they'll finally, you know, boot Brooks' ass out the house <laughs> or let him stay in the old one. I don't know. Child, Heather rolls up. She bring her uh, skin ass over there and they talk about she eating up all that damn lady food and they talking about, you know, how she doesn't know how to help her daughter pick out a college. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you the trick. Tell her to apply to a lot of places and then whichever one is cheapest, tell her ass to go there. How about that? Let me tell you something about the American college. You know what? I'm not getting on this soapbox again. I get on this soapbox every time I have a platform. I'm not doing it again. I'll give y'all the, the Cliff Note version. The Cliff Note version is, are, is, what I say? The Cliff Note, this ver, the shortened version is, there we go. <laughs> the shortened version is, don't do it, it's a scam. 
Listen, if I can give all these damn degrees back, I sure the fuck would. I would go to trade school. I would pay for it out of pocket. I would work at McDonald's until my goddamn hands were bleeding, until I got that electrician certificate or that journeyman certificate or whatever the hell it is. Let me tell y'all something. These MBAs and these liberal arts educations, damn them. Damn them to hell. They ain't helped me for shit. You know what? Let me move on before I... uh. Talk somebody out of going to college for real. <laughs> Whitney's stepsons. Choo choo. You know what? Let me stop. <laughs> They're actually close in age to her. And I love this whole conversation because it tickled the hell out of me. Okay. <laughs> she said they bring people that she went to high school with to the parties and they be speaking and gossiping to her child. I hope can't nobody from high school tell them what that mouth do or, you know, nothing like that. Cause who, then they be hitting on you and it'll be real awkward. I'm just, I'm just saying you dating them people, daddy, well, you married to them people, daddy. Actually, you ain't dating shit. You married to the damn man. So they don't let them out here talking about what the mouth do all like that with me. Okay. I'm trying to give you some advice. I'm trying to keep you murdered. Okay. I'm trying to keep you murdered. You already know. They talking about how, you know, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> I was about to be real messy, but I'm not going to do it. You already talking about how you don't, you know, you don't want to slob the knob no more because you want to sling homemade Mary Kay products. Now, why, see, why you got to start a business to stop slobbing knob? I don't understand. Why can't we all just do both? Why can't everybody just slob the knob and sling Mary Kay products? I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why, but... Let me tell you something. This scene was weird to watch because I associate like hot tubs with sexy time. And they were, I don't know, the whole family was in the tub and we had just got done talking about knob slobbing and people she went to high school with and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. And then seeing them all get in the hot tub, it, uh, you know what? I'm not rich. How about that? I'm not rich, so let me mind my damn business. She dropped that goddamn cake on the ground so many times. And you, If that was my birthday and I told you the kind of cake I wanted, I just told y'all I had nothing but cakes for my damn birthday. Y'all know I love me a nice little buntini, a little miniature buntlet. All the, ooh, I'm trying to tell you, you ain't never had them. Go to a city near you, get you some. Pay the delivery fee. Get you some. I'm telling you, they're amazing. If you need a recommendation, DM me. I will tell you which ones to get. I love the red velvet. I love the uh, the white chocolate raspberry. I love the lemon. I look. It's a lot of them, okay? Get you a little variety pack, okay? Get you a little variety. They off the chain. This ain't got nothing to do with Whitney, but I've gone off the rails quite a few times during this recording, so it shouldn't really motherfucking matter, okay? We finally get a solo scene from our chaos queen herself, Mary M. Cosby, who, just as a friendly reminder, blocked me before season one ever happened. So, (laughs) Mary Cosby started talking to herself during the pandemic and started talking to, like, the closet shelves. She was talking to the mannequins. She was talking to them raggedy-ass wigs in there. So, she said, you know what? Let me just start a podcast. Let me tell y'all something. I have never, never laughed so fucking hard as I did watching them record this podcast. This, when I say I aspire to chaos on my Instagram and in my stories and on this podcast, this scene 
is what I mean. This scene is the literal definition of chaos. The man sitting at the end of the table, nodding and agreeing, smiling, just as happy as a clam. That man just happy to be in the room to record this raggedy-ass podcast. This shit is so chaotic. I can't. I'm sorry, but I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I'm laughing thinking about it. I'm trying not to be mean, but this shit was just so chaotic. They didn't have any talking points. They prayed twice, once because the man prayed too hard. Mary told him to reel it in. She taught him how to pray. Then he prayed over again. Then they started talking about smoking weed and doing drugs. What is happening? Like, what am I actually listening to? Mary talks about, you know, oh, I'm... I'm missing church and I've never, you know, I've never seen myself being liked by others, but you know, God likes me. Let me tell y'all something. Do any of my Southern church goers remember when they would record like the pastor sermon on a cassette tape and then they would sell them the next week. Like at, you know, you come to church next Sunday and you get to buy the pastor's last Sunday recording and your country ass mammy would go buy all of them because then, you know, cause preacher said a word, he said a word then and she'd give them out to all your uncles and aunties. See, that's the energy that Mary's podcast is given. It's not given podcasts. It's given, you know, Baptist CLGIC. I'm selling past a sermon. It, this not going to be available on Apple or Spotify or iHeart or Podchaser or any other thing. Nowhere you going to look for this is where it's going to be. It's not going to be there. Okay. We meet Jenny. I love Jenny already and her family. Just good energy. I I like this group, okay? They funny. They, you know, they know how to be on camera. I love it. Baby, Jenny said when she immigrated here, her daddy lied about her age and said that she was five instead of seven so that she can go to kindergarten. Child, I know Jenny was sick of their young asses in there. Like, y'all don't even like boys yet. Fuck (laughs) y'all. That's how I be fucking. Y'all ain't talking about shit in this class. This uh, raggedy ass kindergarten. Put me in second grade where they really, where shit really go down. I don't want to sit up here and hang out with these damn kindergartners. We get a scene next with Jen and her family. Not Jenny, but Jen criminality, okay? We get a scene with her and her family. And the only thing that I took from this scene was Sharif Jr. still finding in the motherfucker, okay? <laughs> Just so y'all know, okay? That was what would need to be said. That is all. Go home, folks. That's all I got. Well, we also get some shade from the producers. See, they didn't have to show the lady coming in, but they showed Jen's auntie rolling up with her new quote-unquote bionic legs. See, what y'all trying to do is tell Mary Cosby, girl, fuck you. We doing okay over here, okay? We we doing what needs to be done around here. We got laid. We doing all of that around here. I know that's right. Look, don't let Mary Cosby stop y'all dreams. I don't know what those dreams are, but as long as y'all don't smell like hospital, as long as y'all smell like, you know, uh, Irish Spring or, or Dove or Dial or something, that's all you need to worry about. You ain't got to worry about Mary Cosby. Mary, Heather, Meredith, and Whitney, who meet for lunch inside of an igloo, literally. And Meredith lets them know that her dad died. I told y'all what this does to me every time someone's dad dies on TV because I know the pain, okay? Effie, we all got pain. 
For seven years I saw with you I was your sister. You were trouble. Heather lets it be known. Not Heather. Child, what the damn letter name? I keep saying Heather. Who was Heather? Heather. Yeah, Heather. Heather Gay. Listen, it's too many damn housewives Aaron, right now, okay? I can't keep all these damn names straight. Heather lets it be known that she thought things were good between her and Jen, but she hasn't been in contact with her at all. In fact, Jen has been reposting stuff about Heather being racist online, child. But then... Meredith, bear with me now. Just, just bear with me. Hold on. I'm, I'm. There's a lot for me to say. Okay. Meredith talks about Jen attacking Brooks and co-signing shit online. She said <coughs> Brooks has never spoken to Jen about his sexuality, barely even me, and he's quote unquote. Still figuring things out. Hmm. Okay. Um. I'm. Hmm. Hold on one more time for good luck. Um. I'm debating whether I want to just leave this alone or not. <laughs> because somebody online called the boy a privileged twink. Okay. They called the man a privileged twink and Jen co-signed the shit. <laughs> Now, look, I thought Brooks, like, openly discussed being gay last season. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You know, I misremember shit every now and then. But people call me, uh, you know, a Bravo, you know, uh, uh, a thesaurus writer, an almanac. I don't know what you want to call me. But I remember a lot of things with Bravo. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Correct me. I thought we knew he was one of the cousins. I thought we knew he was one of the nieces, you know. I thought I thought we knew he was one of the grads, you know. I thought I thought we knew all of that. Now, you know, I, Brooks was a lot of things. He made me think he was a lot of things, but a top isn't one of them. Okay, you know what? Let me stop. <laughs> Lisa also comes up during this conversation. And everybody's basically frustrated with her, too. It seemed like Meredith and uh, Jen Shaw are her only damn friends, too. So it looks like ain't nobody hanging out this damn season. I don't know how the hell we're going to get a season. But I guess, Jen, you better hurry up and get arrested so we got something to talk about. Meredith is having a Shabbat dinner. Oh, my God. Full circle moment. Because Black Shabbat did not go as planned. So maybe this one will turn out well. She invites over the Barlows. So, well... Never mind. It's probably going to go to hell. <laughs> I don't see this dinner ending any better than Black Shabbat, okay? At least, hopefully, no one will at least be racist. That, maybe that's a win. Damn it. I'm going to see a Shabbat one day. I, I may have to go to a friend's house. I might have to change the damn channel. Maybe I maybe I need to go to Netflix or Disney Plus. But I'm going to see a Shabbat one day. Bravo has not given me a full one, okay? The Barlows arrive, and Jack... Lisa's son would not let Meredith kiss him. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know why y'all trying to kiss on folks anyway during the height of a damn pandemic. Plus, you got a husband, okay? Ain't no teenager trying to be kissed by a wife or a husband, okay? And y'all know why. Don't make me say it out loud. Y'all know why. Ain't nobody trying to get kissed by a wife 
or a husband. We don't know. Okay, let me let me just stop. Okay, <laughs> Meredith and Lisa go off to the side, and Meredith fills her in about the lunch because you remember Lisa and Jen they weren't there. Boo! Meredith was hype, and I mean hype. She is ready to get in Jen's ass like an enema. Do you hear me? Lisa is trying to like make things right. She's trying to smooth things over between the two of them. But Meredith ain't here for it. Okay. She ain't here for the bullshit. Meredith is like Jackie Christie. She's like, she's showing up to dinner with Tammy Roman and, and uh, Shawnee O'Neal and Evelyn. She's just like, let's just fight. <laughs> Meredith is with the shits. Okay. I'll be honest, I kind of stopped paying attention during the last few minutes because this episode was too much. It was a lot jammed in this episode, and I couldn't really handle no more. Mary Cosby is so much, yet she doesn't try to be. The hub with this damn podcast, I don't know. Some Somebody grab my damn inhaler. I ain't, you know, I, I ain't got no damn asthma, but I keep Coca-Cola in it for a little energy boost, okay? Y'all, that's all I got. Bravo gave us a whole hell of a lot this weekend. I had to get that, you know, that recap of Beverly Hills that I did on the previous episode was already a lot. So I'm glad I didn't have to talk about that too in this episode. Woo-wee! It came at the right time. I'm telling you, let me go, uh, 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 let me go put some honey in my throat and, and rest my voice so I can come back to y'all later this week and kick it with some more shit. And you know what guys, I'll see ya. through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple podcast or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.